Welcome to the Deep Sexy Play Podcast. I'm your host, EJ Love, and this is my uncensored space designed to stimulate your mind and give you full permission to explore your curiosities and express your deepest sexual desires. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get turned on. So welcome back and welcome to episode three of the Deep Sexy Play podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to share with you my journey from being an escort to becoming an intimacy and relationship specialist and actually making more money doing so. So I've worked with a lot of escorts who want to transition their work from escorting often into more offering more tantra and sexual healing services and then also there are many that want to work more online or run workshops and retreats in the space of intimacy sexuality and relationships and this has really been my journey my my journey from escort to tantrika priestess to becoming a full-time intimacy and relationship coach who offers workshops and retreats and also works online and so I also want to share this because I know that often there are escorts who get to a point where they realize that they don't want to do this work anymore however what happens is they've become so used to the lifestyle and the finances that the money that they're making that they don't know how they can make the money in the same way and they don't want to give up their lifestyle. You know, we become accustomed to it to some degree and that was my experience. I experienced not wanting to give up the amount of money I was making and for so long all I desired was to be able to have a job that wasn't about sleeping with men that uh, allowed me to also make the same money. So I invested a lot of my money and time and energy into doing courses and programs and mentors so I could learn how to do that. So first of all I'm going to talk about my journey and then the steps that I took to move fully into the work that I do now. So in 2010 was when I actually started working as an escort and I pretty much worked independently most of the time there was a few times where I was uh, working out of brothels but mainly it was independent private escorting and I felt that doing it that way really helped me to market myself and learn about branding and, and marketing in this space and, and how important that was and even you know have serving a certain niche serving a certain niche So I do feel that if you're working as a private escort, you are getting those learnings around marketing and it's very similar in how we market ourselves as coaches. So I went through that experience of escorting and about three years in, I went to Bali and I had my spiritual awakening and I realized that I wanted to be a healer and that I was as I was learning about um, chakras and I was learning about Reiki and energy work I started to think 
how could I do my job as an escort and also be true to my soul? So I felt like I was really split. I felt like one part of me was feeling so called to the spiritual work and to really honoring my body. And then this other part of me was working as an escort and that I was damaging myself. Yeah, that I was damaging my soul by doing this work. And for a long time, I just felt that disconnect and I wanted to build up my healing business so that I could offer it full time and get out of escorting. Now, I had already tried uh, other things that I was building at the same time I was escorting. I've always had an entrepreneurial mind and there's always been something else that I wanted to create and build. And so over the time that I was escorting, I was investing a lot of money in trying to build up different kinds of businesses. So one of the businesses I had was that I was trying to build an online sex shop like a Groupon but more for sexual products and I tried to build that and I invested a lot of money in uh, marketing but without really having an end product so I was doing like sexpo stands and I was running events and um, I created a calendar there were so many things that I did that were like really not profitable and looking back now if I knew now so if I knew then what I know now I would do things so differently and and this is why one of the reasons I invested in a mentor is because I kept just creating things that weren't working and so when I did start to go through my spiritual awakening and realizing that I had these healing gifts that's when I knew that this is what I had to focus my energy on and so everything else that I've been working on actually started falling away and I put all my attention on this. And so I started investing instead in developing my gifts. So I had a spiritual mentor. I started going to different psychic development uh, workshops and just learning as much as I could about developing my gifts. However, I still really had no idea how I was going to shift myself from escorting into this healing, healing work. And I still felt that real disconnection inside of myself and it was starting to get heavy and it was starting to feel it was just starting to feel like I was so out of alignment so what actually happened is that through the work that I was doing trying to build this sex um, online sex shop I actually met um, a woman who's a sex coach and 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 tantra practitioner and so she actually gave me a tantric massage. I booked in for a massage with her. And as I was on that massage table, I had the realization that this was how I was going to bring my work together. I was like, well, of course, like spirituality and sex go together. And Tantra was the pathway for that. And I'll actually, I'm going to do another episode on this of like my journey as a, as working as a tantric escort, because that was my next step. So, so I ended up starting to bring in my tantric practices to my escorting work. I started offering just tantra massage, and I also offered um, escorting, but with a tantric with tantric practices, and that started to feel far more honoring for me. Yeah, so I started to feel more alignment, and I started to 
do more trainings on Tantra, on sacred sexuality. And so from there, I really started to go deep into that. And I wasn't so focused on leaving escorting anymore. I was actually really enjoying exploring and playing with these different practices that I could bring and having actually having really profound experiences you know, just the, the shifts that these men were having the heart openings the healings they were having I felt like no this is this is part of my path this is what I'm here to do like I need to do this work there was one point I could see how this work could completely revolutionize the sex industry I remember talking to one of my mentors and and I was like Helen we're gonna start a revolution this is going to be a sexual revolution I, I just remember like feeling so like wow imagine if every sex worker had access to this conscious sexuality how much it would awaken men how much it would awaken people and to be able to experience much more deeper intimacy and connection and heal the sexual dysfunction that they're experiencing or allowing them to really get connected to their hearts so it was, I just remember this this moment and I did actually go on and and often still to this day um, to teach other women in this industry who wanted to move their work into this field so that wasn't I didn't start doing that straight away I was definitely on my own journey for a while and and what what actually ended up happening I ended up in a relationship that was very toxic and I after I left that relationship and I came out of it I went on a really deep and profound healing journey and this is what my book become the one is about I talk about my whole healing journey through that and and I knew that I wanted to help other people heal that had been through that same toxicity so I was in a narcissistic relationship that blind completely blindsided me and because I'd already been doing work on myself I was very confused about how I could have attracted that and and why I attracted it and I really dug deep into exploring that and healing myself so that I would not attract that kind of relationship or person again and then that's when I really felt this calling of like okay I also want to help people to heal from this and so I started developing um, some courses so I developed um, some online courses one was um, on sexual healing so my so teaching my own sexual healing journey that I'd gone through from that first tantric massage that I had and then my own um, sexual healing through all the different programs and workshops that I'd done and then I also created a program on healing um, healing from abuse and healing from healing your love wounds I called it and how I healed myself through that and then I also created a men's sex mastery program and that was all from all the work that I was doing with men uh, in my tantra sessions and I keep seeing the same things come up and the different patterns and the commonalities and developed a program that men could do essentially in their privacy on their own home that couldn't get to me for sessions or didn't have the finances to do sessions they could actually do this work uh, in, in on their own 
So I already started to really dabble into the online space and I had, did have a mentor um, for that to help me with that as I built built myself online and I actually did had a, had did a lot, quite a lot of different trainings to be able to get myself out there and I started to actually start to become more known. And the other thing that I did is that I came out publicly about working as an escort and this was really freeing for me and I'm not saying that you have to go and do this but that definitely helped people to know what I did yeah because I started talking about it more openly I started talking about sexual healing and one of the reasons that I did that is because I wanted to come out for a really long time it just it was a bit of a process of telling my family and then and then getting comfortable with knowing that people everyone was going to know this and then also I, that relationship that I'd been in I'd been with someone he had used to threaten to publicly out me and and I, and I was like you know what you don't get to do that like that's up to me I get to choose to do that and so I made a decision that I would do it I didn't do it I did it after I was in that relationship when I was much stronger and in a better place to be able to do that and that was really freeing for me and that is when I actually had a lot of other escorts start reaching out to me yeah, and starting to ask for help and support and wanting to learn. And so that is when I started to teach Tantra to other escorts that wanted to learn it yeah, for themselves and, and particularly in their work so that they could go and do Tantric massages. And a lot of these escorts that were doing that, they had similar feelings to me where they felt like they wanted to bring more consciousness to the work that they were doing. They felt like there was a bit of disconnect for them going on. And they also saw that a lot of men w wanted help. Yeah, that they would come and they would share their struggles. And they felt like they were being counsellors. But <laughs> but they, they couldn't really offer the healing because their client wasn't there for that. So what happened for me is that I actually started with my sexual healing work, I just started marketing myself differently. So I would still advertise on my escort, the same escort pages and the same um, erotic massage pages, but I would speak to men's deeper desires. Yeah, I would speak to their struggles. Yeah, if they're struggling with erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation or they're just wanting to be nourished. Yeah, they're wanting to... to yeah, some company and connection and uh, they are wanting to know how to pleasure their wife or their partner they want to learn how to give a, a yoni massage you know they they want to learn how to um, self-pleasure they have porn addiction masturbation addiction whatever it is I would speak to those things and what I would what would happen is a lot of men would say to me when I was looking for an escort or erotic massage um, I found you and I realized that you're actually what I needed. Yeah, so often they, they would go there looking for some uh, intimacy and some sex to get some relief. And then they'd read my ad and they'd be like, oh my God, this is actually what I need. Yeah, so I started to, to do that and my whole clientele changed. I just started attracting men that were there that wanted real healing and real connection and and that felt so much more aligned for me. Yeah. Now, 
the other thing was that was happening for me is that one of the reasons that I knew I wanted to leave escorting fully, like offering full service, was that because I believed that no one would want me, like no man would want to be with me while I'm an escort. And I really wanted relationship. I wanted to have a partner. I wanted more intimacy in my life. I had had hardly any intimacy. I was hardly having sex outside of my relationship. Uh, sorry, outside of my work. And, and my experience that I'd had with men whilst I was escorting, whilst I was dating um, and in relationship, I'd had actually had one relationship while I was escorting who said he was okay with it, but then about six months into it, he actually said he couldn't do it anymore. And we ended that relationship because I wasn't willing to give it up and I wasn't in the space financially to give it up. And this is before I discovered Tantra. And so... So that just cemented my belief that I couldn't have a relationship while being an escort. And then if I dated men, then I'd have be really apprehensive about telling them. And I had men that I didn't tell who would not want to date me anymore. So those things just reconfirmed for me that I couldn't have those two things. And so I was like, well, I have to leave this escorting so that I can have a relationship. And when I actually dug deep and did some mindset work around, around this, I realized that what was actually going on, I had this belief system that I couldn't have love and have freedom. Yeah, so I, or I couldn't have money and have love. And, and I could see that it was from childhood. I could see that I had these belief systems because here's the thing, there are plenty of escorts that are married. There are plenty of escorts who are with partners that absolutely celebrate their work and are completely okay with it. So I knew that it was possible because I saw it all around me and the other escorts that I was connected with. And, and so I knew, and I was like, well, why do I think it's not possible for me? Obviously, there's something going on in me that doesn't believe that. And then it's being reflected in what I'm attracting. So I did work on shifting those beliefs and I didn't actually end up having any more partners while I was escorting. But my partner now would actually be someone who'd be okay with that. My partner now, like, actually loves the idea of me being with other men. Like, it's hilarious that I'm now with someone <laughs> that gets turned on by me being with other men. And, and he, would, he would probably be someone that, if I was still escorting, he would want to hear all the juicy details and get turned on by it. <laughs> so that's one of his kinks. And... If you asked me 10 years ago that, that to even imagine that this is a possibility to have a man that has that kind of kink, I would, that's so foreign for me, right? So you just never know what's out there, right? You just have no idea what is possible. So I just want to share that because I want to, if you're resonating to this, to, to open your mind to possibilities, right? So what did actually happen? How I ended up leaving escorting is that I was three years into offering my tantric escorting and my tantric massage and I developed all these other rituals as well so you know I was teaching um, how to give a yoni massage I was teaching intimate touch practices I was working with couples there were lots of different things that I was doing in this space and I was still offering full service and I wasn't doing a lot of it 
but it was very much a security for me and it made me more money <laughs> yeah so it could be I could get paid double for offering full service compared to uh, offering a tantra session so just to give you an idea so I would charge about $500 an hour for an escort full service and it would be $250 an hour for a tantra session yeah so that was the around about the differences so you can see as you can see it's a, it's a lot it's a lot more money it's double right and on average per week so my life as an escort was very up and down <laughs> literally <laughs> uh, I used to say that to guys when they asked me so be like oh what's it like life being an escort I'm like oh it's very up and down <laughs> and we all have a good laugh and so what I would do is I'd work for like a week. I would tour, I would travel and, and go to different places and I would work full on for four days up to a week maximum. And I would see quite a few clients that day, each day. And I could make a minimum, usually it would be a minimum of about $1,000 a day and sometimes more depending if there were overnight bookings or longer bookings. Sometimes it would be three grand in a day. So it could be quite a lot of money, but then I wouldn't work for a week or two weeks, you know, or some, for, for a while I, was, I would work and then I'd spend two months living in Bali. So I also had a really up and down relationship with money because I would get all this money in and then I would not work for a while and then I would go, and go back to work when it got low. And those are the times when I wasn't working where I'd also be um, doing courses and workshops and retreats as well. So I was always reinvesting my money without and, and not actually leaving a lot to save. It was always, I was always finding some way to spend it. And everything was usually being invested back into me building something else outside of, outside of escorting. And when I started working, um, doing workshops and retreats you know it would go into venue and catering costs and I still had a lot to learn about making profit from these things because here's the thing that can happen and I've seen happen is with escorting because there's a usually a consistent cash flow then it's easy to spend money willy-nilly if you don't have a goal or like a bigger picture and um, for me it was like I always knew that I could make more money I always knew there's more going to be more money coming in yeah and so even though I wanted to leave full service for a long time it was my security to keep that cash flow coming in and I was not trusting that the work I was doing that wasn't full service would make me enough money However, my soul and my intuition was telling me that I had to leave, yeah, to give up full service. And I didn't listen for a while because I didn't trust, yeah, and I was scared. Yeah, and I didn't, didn't ever want to be in a position where I didn't have enough money to, to be building what I wanted to build. So what happened is that one day, I was in a session doing full service and my body said no 
and it was painful. I had a very painful experience and I started crying. And I was with this client and he was um, doing me doggy style and I was literally in tears because it was painful. And my body was like, no, you can't do this. This is not in alignment anymore. And so after that session, because I was like, I can't, I can't be doing full service and, and, and crying in my sessions. And, but it was just like, my soul was like, no, you're done here. You cannot do this anymore. This is not in alignment. You need to trust. And so that's what I did. I made a decision that that was that. And I trusted and I also reflected on the fact that actually, oh, hang on a minute. I'm actually not doing that much full service anymore. Yeah. So I trusted and things, other things started to flow. Yeah. And money started to show up, started to show up through people showing up for my workshops and retreats and more people showing up for my sessions. And if you're listening to this and you are let's say a full service escort and you're at that point where you're like well I want to move into other work or you're a bit stuck is what I would say to you is what else can you offer yeah if it is a case of like I don't want to do full service anymore what else can you offer whether it be can you offer massage for example here's the thing too I always thought to myself, I wouldn't hate to be just a massage therapist. I'm like, I would hate to just offer a massage. I would hate to just offer escorting. I'm sorry. I would hate to offer just erotic massage. Like that would, um, so I, the fact that I offered tantra massage now, I'm like, well, that's amazing. But because <laughs> it is, a, it was a lot more energy for less money. And that's what I can say. Like it was a lot more physical and, and, and energetic um, energy going into it for a lot uh for less money but then the escorting was more damaging i felt to my body because my body didn't actually wasn't consenting to it yeah even though my uh, my mind and my mouth was saying yes um my body was actually saying no and i wasn't listening yeah and i would override it so so yeah, what I would say to you is that look at, well, what else can I offer that's going to be similar but is going to be more honoring to my body? And if you are in the field of conscious sexuality or tantra, like start offering. Even if you're like, I don't know enough or I don't know what I'm doing. Honestly, you could start with some tantra people might shoot me for saying this but just offering a tantric massage where you're guiding them into more breath and more sound and more movement because uh, that's what I believe is offering a more tantric services it's like more consciousness bringing them out of their minds and into their bodies like start there you're offering uh, a massage that's you know involves different types of sensation and touch and getting them to breathe into it yeah while you're learning if you're feeling called while you're learning how to offer more healing or more sexual healing yeah and so this is what I did as I started actually I had many escorts come to me who were like oh, I want to learn how to offer this and I ran retreats and workshops teach and did one-on-one sessions teaching them how to offer this this kind of work yeah and obviously we went a lot deeper than I'm sharing sharing with you 
Um, and if you do feel called, feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to um, email me about that. I don't specifically run these retreats right now. That could change in the future. And sometimes it's good just to have a mentor or coach that gets it. Because my experience was that other my other mentors and coaches who had not worked in the sex industry didn't really get it. They didn't really understand because they hadn't been there. They didn't know. So that's something that I felt really I offered that was unique to women in the sex industry was that I got it because I'd been there. Yeah. And so the other thing is you might not, maybe you're not called to offer, you know, tantric or sacred sexuality service, but you are wanting to move to more online and more, more coaching the more coaching space and if you work in the sex industry you have experience you have a wealth of knowledge and experience from what you've done there's stuff that you can teach there is stuff that you can help people with if you've had men opening up to you or people opening up to you through your work which most people in the sex industry do then you know some of the things that they will be struggling with and want help with and have and you would have learned and sometimes the biggest gift we can give someone is to offer them a space to be heard that's what I felt as an escort was actually the main reason that men came to me was because they wanted a safe space where they wouldn't be judged to open up and to be vulnerable and to share themselves and that was so relieving. And now, from what I know about men and the deeper learning I've done around understanding men, is that men are longing for that space. They really are. Because they don't have a lot of spaces to be able to open up in that way. Yeah, the amount of men that I've spoken to that have just been like, oh, I feel so relieved just to share that. It's so good to get that off my chest. So if you're sitting here and you're like, oh, EJ, I don't really know what I would teach or what I would coach or it's like sometimes just being present is enough and, and being able to hear someone is enough and offering empathy. And the other thing I would say is do what I did. Go and do a teacher or practitioner or facilitator or coach training and develop those skills so you can learn how to present it yourself in a, in a different way and offer your gifts in a new way and this is the one of the reasons that I developed my own teacher training which I have now which is um, for those people who want to work in intimacy and relationships either as a coach or facilitator um, and in there I also have a module on sexual healing where I uh, where you get access to my sexual healing program so that then you can actually also go and do that work with your clients and so if you do feel called to that and you are curious, I will pop the link in the show notes so that you can have a read about it and uh, you can apply to, to learn from me in that way. I have found it so incredibly valuable to have a mentor that has been on a similar journey. For me, it's been absolutely key because I, for a long time, I spent a lot of money on shit that didn't work. Yeah, I, I wasted a lot of money. Well, I learned a lot about how not to do things. But when I got a mentor to keep me accountable to building myself, my online coaching business, that changed everything. 
Yeah, the only thing that I wish was different is like if I'd worked, if I'd actually worked with someone that had worked in the sex industry and in, in, in helping me with that, that would have been like gold. <laughs> so that is one of the reasons why I created my teacher training. Obviously, people don't have to be in um, working as an escort to or sex industry to do the teacher training. It's open to um, different people and there is an application process to make sure it's a fit. But I really wanted to offer something that was really going to um, understand what goes on for those of us who do work in the sex industry that gets it and gets our struggles. And one of the things that I struggled with was managing my money. And I had this goal, right, of wanting to make that much money each week, the same amount of money I was making escorting, in a different way. In a way that was, you know, really felt like I was fulfilling my purpose. And the problem was, is that because I was not very good at managing my money, I would throw a lot of money around and I'd waste a lot of money on different things. And I didn't have enough accountability um, or sense at the time to be investing it correctly. And let me tell you, I did a lot of business trainings and retreats and workshops and I tried lots and lots of different things. <laughs> and really, it was early 2019 that what had happened is over time implementing everything I realized that I had actually started like I was naturally working more online and I was looking at how many sessions I was doing per month and I was like oh I'm only doing like three sessions in person a month and I was like I think I could actually fully go online and then COVID happened and so I couldn't do any more in-person sessions. I had a minor freak out at first because I was like, oh my God, that's my security. Like, what if I, what if like this fucking online thing doesn't work? Um, but it was a blessing. Yeah. So it was a blessing. And I found, um, I found my way with that. Yeah. And I, because I'd already built myself up enough, I could keep going and I just launched actually, here's the thing, actually, I want, I want people to know that, are, that are from the sex industry, you can make as much money and more. Yes, yeah, so I've actually made more money online coaching and running workshops and retreats than I have as an escort. Yeah, so I think just before COVID happened I went away on like I went away on a cruise and I went on a holiday to America and I had like a $50,000 launch in my business yeah to me now that doesn't actually sound like a lot but for me at the time I was like well that's huge the other thing that I started to experience was more consistency in my finances and not so much of this roller coaster up and down and that was because I was offering coaching packages and programs that had payment plans. So I had income coming in each month without relying on me having to do this physical work. So what I can look back and recognize, and especially you know, where I feel like I got, went wrong, although I'm definitely here to experiment and try things and see what doesn't work and see what works, is that I tried a lot of different things and I explored a lot of different things. Um, and so I, I also had my attention split between many things. So, you know, I had a sexual healing program, I had a men's sex mastery program, and I had a relationship healing program, and I had retreats and workshops and 
did a lot of different things and it felt like I was on a constant like treadmill and a constant pushing to try and make these things work and if I look back now what I see is really important for me and my energy is for me to really focus on one thing and to really follow that and so this is particularly for me because um, I follow I now follow human design so this is a human design it's a profiling system and if you don't know what it is I would recommend to look it up and go and actually get your profile done something that I've become quite obsessed with and is something that I also bring into my uh, teaching with my clients because I think it's really vital and for me I'm a projector I'm a what's called a mental projector which means actually I don't have a, a lot of energy to do a lot of work and it actually is much better for my energy to really hone in and focus on one thing. That doesn't mean that I couldn't um, do my sex work or if you um, have a job and then you're wanting to build um, your career in, in the intimacy space or relating space or something else. It doesn't mean that you can't do that. But for me, what it meant was that I had to be very careful of how I was utilizing my energy and be very focused on where I wanted to put my energy. In saying that, I also love to explore and try things out. So I think it was important for me to experiment. But if I could go back and do things differently now, this is what I would do. I would focus on one, one specific thing that I want to support people with. Yeah, and so um, for me, it might have been um, men's sexual healing for a while that I could focus on that and really focus on sharing about that on social media. So I built my whole business through my social media. And so what I would do is I would just keep speaking to that person that I'm wanting to support, keep speaking to that audience and build up from there. And if I keep doing that, if you keep doing that, if you just keep speaking to this is um, the, like, let's say in my mind, I chose a specific person that, okay, I'm going to work with these men that I've been working with in my one-on-one sessions. And I'm now want to focus on working more online. Yeah. So I'm going to take what are the struggles that these men are having and how can I take what I'm doing with them in person and transfer it to online and speak about their struggles. And so I might speak about erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation or um, lack of confidence or porn addiction. Yeah, and speak about all of that and just continue to show up and share about it through lives, through uh, reels, through um, posting on um, Facebook and just, just show up and share essentially. And what I was doing was I was speaking about lots of different things. <laughs> And to lots of different audiences. And so I, I, like looking back, I would have just focused on on, on that, that one audience that I wanted to speak to essentially and what they were struggling with. And I think looking back now, I could have built myself up to be really big in that space, especially because it was stuff that I was working with every day. If you work in the sex industry, for example, you could go and support people that are new to sex work. You could go and share about that. You know, you could go and share people that are looking to get into the sex industry. I get asked about that stuff all the time. Yeah, like how do I how do I become a tantric escort? How do I blend my um, my spiritual work with my sexuality work? How do I bring that? And how do I 
even get into escorting, things like that. And so if you've got experience in a certain area, then you've got something that you can share and you can teach. And I would recommend also going and checking out your human design profile because it's going to help you understand um, how that uh, aligns with your energy. And if you need help with that, I actually am now doing uh, human design readings, something that I <laughs> I actually um, was just so have been so obsessed with it that I'm around people and I'm like, oh, this is because this is in your human design and that's why that's working or that's not working and um, helping people get clarity on their path and um, their path and their own relating as well. And so I've really been bringing it into um, my coaching work and intimacy and seeing how people work, their energy works in the way that they relate as well, which has been absolutely incredibly fascinating to me. And so people started um, also just from when I was hanging out with people and sharing about human design, they started asking me, oh, do you do readings? And I'd be like, oh, not, you know, not really. It's just, just for fun. But now I'm officially doing readings. And um, again, I'll pop the, the information in the show notes if this is something that you feel feel called to. It is also something I teach in my teacher training is helping people uh, bring that through also in their, in their own teachings. The other thing that I would also do differently now is for a while I did a lot of one-off sessions and I mentioned before about how I was doing uh, offering packages so the best thing to do if you want to be able to get some good cash flow in an online business is to actually offer a longer container so it might be three six nine twelve months right and a bigger payment yeah, so rather than offering like little things, so like let's say you offer like a four-week program and it's three hundred dollars, uh, you might offer a a six-month deep dive container, or or a coaching package, a three to six-month coaching package, and you know charge between two and and eight thousand dollars, for example. Here's the thing: you're going to put just as much work into running a four-week thing at the start, like marketing and then promoting it, as you are running a six month, like creating and a longer container, you know, in terms of your marketing, in terms of your um, writing the copy, in terms of getting it out there, in terms of posting about it, it's the same amount of effort, yeah? And also you don't need as many clients, right? You don't need as many. And especially if you're first starting out and you're starting to transition and, you, and you're just starting to speak about it, you can just, you can literally start offering coaching packages where you're working with someone once a fortnight, let's say, and you're doing that for three to six months and you, and you charge a minimum of, of say $3,000, right? And that is probably one of the best pieces of advice I could give if you are wanting to build faster. Because one of the mistakes I made is I offered lots of little things. And my energy was so split between marketing all these different little things. And look, that's not to say that you can't run the smaller things. But if you're going to run the smaller things, and it might even just be a one-off workshop or like a masterclass or something like that, is make sure that you have a bigger offer as well. And I also do think to some degree, if you are first, you're feeling pretty new to this, is you know, play with things and try them out and and see how it goes if you're wanting to get that practice. I do think doing 
you know, one-on-one sessions is good to build up confidence if you're doing your online sessions. But ultimately, offering packages and doing longer containers is going to make it much easier on your cash flow and to move out of doing work that actually doesn't feel aligned for you, whatever that may be. So for example, when I did the $50,000 launch, that was my biggest launch and I signed up 10 people who paid me $5,000 each for a three-month program that involved some one-on-one sessions. I did, however, have to do some work on myself around really charging what I feel my work is worth and I did have um, some mentoring at that time that was helping me really stay accountable to that and really owning my offer. The other thing I would have done differently is I would have given myself a time frame. So I wanted to leave escorting for, it took me three years before I actually left. And and this is because I was always changing the bar of of when that would happen. So I'd be like, yes, I really want to leave, but I never... I never set myself for like, okay, I'm leaving in six months' time. Like that is my commitment and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make that happen. I didn't do that. I kind of was lazy about it. <laughs> and I just kept doing it and then kept investing in and in, in paying for things. And, and that might not necessarily be in alignment with my goal. Yeah, so what I would do is I'd be like, right, but in this amount of time, let's say it's six months. In six months' time, I am setting a date that this is the time that I'm leaving the industry. And I need to know that I have this much money coming in each month online for for me to feel secure about that. And I would look at that, okay, like what, what do I actually need to do to feel secure? How much money do I need to make per month online or in some other form? that I'm going to feel good enough that I like secure enough that I can leave and and set that as a date and then have a mentor to keep me accountable and be like hey hey mentor I my decision is that I'm going to leave the industry by this date I want you to support me on this and that would be our goal to work together to do that So because I didn't have that support and I'm someone that really needs accountability, like it makes a whole world of difference for me having someone to keep me accountable, is that I got complacent and I got comfortable and I spent my money on things that weren't actually in alignment for what my bigger goal was. So I kept changing the time. (laughs) But I go and then another six months and then just another month or another and, and then it just didn't just I never kept myself strong enough in that desire and and especially because I was just so in the familiarity of getting that money and my brain couldn't actually wrap I couldn't my brain couldn't wrap my head around how I was going to make that much money online and so that's why it took me so long it took me so long to get there is because I um, didn't have that strongly enough cemented in as as a goal and I didn't have the accountability to get me there so if I could leave you with the three main things that really worked for me to be where I am now it would be firstly call yourself forward on your deeper desires and listen to your intuition and what it's telling you even when it's scary even when you're afraid 
or you feel that you're not going to be safe or it's it's scary to your financial security yeah secondly invest in learning skills that are going to help you in where you're going yeah and thirdly get a mentor and someone that has done what you want is is where you want to be yeah and someone that can actually also keep you accountable and call you on your bullshit yeah so that you can get there so the main message that I want to land here is that it is totally possible for you to move out of escorting or any other sex industry work if it doesn't align for you anymore and if you love it and you're like yes this I love my work and you want to keep doing it great I like I fully celebrate that if that is what you feel like you feel really cool to but I'm imagining you're listening to this podcast because there's a part of you that that there's a desire to actually not do that work anymore and so I just want you to know that it's possible for you to do something that feels like a calling and that feels uh, like a, you know, that you're really fulfilling your purpose and that might be impacting or serving people in a new way. And that you can make not just the same money, but more doing that. That is a possibility and I know it because I live it. If you are actually interested in doing some one-on-one mentoring with me around all of this, then I will put my application form to do that in the show notes as well. I also really love the business side of things and yeah, it really excites me to be able to support other people into working in the field of intimacy and relating. I hope you've loved this episode and um, I look forward to going deeper with you. I am going to be doing an episode on um, my life as a tantric escort and uh, tantrika and going deeper into what that was like, something that I get asked about often um, because I know that there are women out there who actually feel this deep calling to that work. So uh, I love that and I celebrate that and I really do feel like this, this is revolutionary work and so yeah we just want to celebrate you if, if that is something you feel called to and I look forward to sharing that with you on another episode. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Deep Sexy Play. If you're ready to get sexy, then I have a playbook full of intimate questions, sexy games, and deep connection practices, which you can get at deepsexyplay.com. If this episode stimulated your mind, I invite you to like and follow the podcast. And if you're feeling extra sexy or got something out of this episode, then I would love to receive and read your review. To connect with me and my listeners, you're welcome to join my free, private, deep, sexy play Facebook group. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at EJLoveOfficial, where you'll also find my latest offerings and ways to work with me. All these links are in the show notes. I hope you'll be back for more deep, sexy play.